Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to Bravo Happy Hour. I'm your host, Megan O'Donnell. Grab yourself a drink and join me while I break down the week in Bravo TV news. Thanks so much for tuning into Bravo Happy Hour. Just a reminder that if you're loving the show, head to Apple Podcasts to give it a five-star rating and leave a little review. It's the best way to let other Bravo lovers find out about the show. Today's episode is blessed with the presence of Lucy O'Connor. She's the host of her own podcast, Vino Nothing, and has the incredibly hilarious Instagram account, Lucy on the Ground. Welcome back! Hi! I'm so excited to be back. That high was like super high pitch. I just realized, wow, I mean... Here the, I am. The enthusiasm was really felt, and I know the listeners will really appreciate that. Yeah, they might. Just turn down your volume, guys. I'm loud, obviously. <laughs> right. So, obviously, your Instagram is, like, the light of my life. Every night I, like, go home, and it's, like, an evening thing where I'm, like, laying in bed, face washed. I'm, like, finally. Can dig through a little pop culture. Needed this. But this weekend was obviously the Emmys. And you did such a good Lucy on the carpet of all the Emmy dresses. I just thought we had to talk about that upfront for like two minutes just because the outfits are so good. I have to apologize like every time just because it's excessive and I just love red carpet so much that my boyfriend has coined the term like you're getting dashy when there's (laughs) so many dashes up top. So he's always like my friends will text him and be like, she's dashy. And he's like, I know I can't stop her like too dashy getting dashy. I'm like, this is different. This is it's like Met Gala, this, all the award shows. I just can't stop myself. And I can tell like you can watch your numbers and they dwindle off by you know, an hour in, they're like, Oh, 40 posts in 30 minutes. I'm going to back up. But I appreciate everyone who did follow along on the carpet because I loved it. I mean, I think the standouts, at least for me, were obviously Zendaya. Zendaya killed it. And then Mandy Moore. I think the two of them just... So you like Mandy Moore? I saw it in your uh, notes and I wasn't <laughs> sure if you were joking. <laughs> okay, I am not kidding at all. I loved like the before and after, like when she had the puffy sleeve and then when she just went to the tube top dress. I loved it so much. Well, and I'm a huge fan of that collection from Brandon Maxwell. I remember following it and loving it, but I just, I got so many DMs and I didn't really realize when I was posting, like I just kept posting pictures I found. So I posted her and then my DMs blew up and I was like, what is going on? Did I miss the date or the name of someone? <laughs> People get very sensitive. Ooh. But everyone was just like, what happened to her face? I mean, she was a little 
I'm Which as I Google her face. Do you think she? I don't oh, know if it was that, yeah. The hair. I don't know if it was the kind of like ugh, poopy lipstick. It just was. She. I didn't get I it as her, much. Her and brows then I studied looked her so much, but people were. Yeah. Can you hear him doing dishes in the background? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Bill. <laughs> Can you just a little, sorry, a little quieter? Here, I'll close the door. <laughs> I should be happy that he's cleaning. Right. Like, I never do. Okay, that's better. We always have to have some, like, Bill content seep oh, into of these course. episodes. Yes. He's always, always just like, I'm surprised he hasn't walked in yet if, and asked if I want to order pizza. <laughs> I want him on as a guest. Like, that's next oh, time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He'll deliver. I just don't know what. <laughs> All right. Well, enough Emmy talk. Let's just jump right into the news. We have to discuss what the hell's going on in Atlanta. Real Housewives of Atlanta star Kenya Moore is coming back for season 12 of the show. And this week, we just found out that her and her husband of two years, Mark Daly, have officially broken up. Dun, dun, dun. Pretends to be surprised. Like, <laughs> right. I truly, like... I, I want only the best for Kenya, and I think Kenya now has her baby, and she's back on the show, and I think that's the best for Kenya. I don't think she needed a man. She just wanted the baby. Well, I think and, it's exactly the same Bethany trajectory. Like, she right. wanted a baby. She found a guy to give it to her, and then, you know, dumps him, gets back on the show. Boom. Yeah, they can't understand the power of – and, like, Kenya is a, her own creation, <laughs> and I love it. And if he can't support Kenya – I don't really care for him anyway. I don't need him on the show. I'll like her more independent Kenya. I would agree. And I think it's going to be cool to see her as a mom because this past weekend, the girls went on their big cast trip to Greece and Portia brought her baby and so did Kenya. And obviously this is happening right after their very public breakup. So whatever is going to be on screen is going to be so juicy. And supposedly it all blew up at this party where Mark was talking to Eva Marcel's husband and he was saying, I'm sick of Kenya's shit. And then Marlo heard it. Marlo told Nini. Nini tells Kenya. Kenya yells at Mark. It's a classic Atlanta storyline. They always deliver. And it just feels much more like actually this is what's happening in their lives. A lot of these shows sometimes feel orchestrated. I'll never admit that they are. And I don't think they are. And Atlanta definitely isn't. Like this is their real drama. This is how they really react to the shit that goes down. They really stir the pot this much. On and off camera, I believe. I think there's, like, a balance to it. I felt this past season of Atlanta, like, didn't really give me anything that I wanted. I didn't feel... I felt like the storylines were kind of dragging on from earlier seasons. But then you have to think of, like, the gold that we got with, like, the Portia and uh, Phaedra of it all. Where it's like, oh, my God. There's, like, an underlying, like, rape comment. Like, there's all these crazy things kind of happening beyond uh, behind the scenes. And then they're bringing this kind of insane like gossip up on screen and you're watching as a viewer and you're like what the hell are you people doing when you're not filming and it's like oh wait like you do kind of have lives that are you know with one another like whereas other seasons it's like you can kind of tell it's like oh you guys don't aren't really invested in one another's lives and you don't really actually spend time with one another off screen 100% 100% Beverly Hills. <sighs> like, they always come back and they're like, hi, it's been six months. And I'm like, you can't say that. It's like, <laughs> pretend. Well, I saw this panel of, like, Sonia, Teresa, and Margaret Josephs. And I talked about it on my last episode. So if you didn't listen to that, go back. But uh, Sonia was saying she never hangs out with any of the girls when they're not filming. 
which was kind of surprising because I would assume Sonia would be like hitting the town with Ramona, the two of them like tonguing old men. Like, I don't know. Having fun. They just posted together that like they were hugging on a bridge. Maybe because <laughs> filming started again, they're hanging out. Maybe Ramona is going to eviscerate her on a bridge like she did with Bethany. <laughs> oh, we can only hope. <laughs> so Kenya spoke to People Magazine with a very dramatic statement saying, it is with profound sadness that I regret to inform my fans I'm divorcing my husband. Due to recent and ongoing circumstances, I can no longer continue the marriage. My soul blah 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 focuses my daughter Brooklyn we ask for our privacy to be respected moving forward it's like yeah but you make like a big press statement to people magazine and then your husband does too and he's a nobody like who wants to hear Mark's daily statement well and I also just I know this has been brought up so much but like they literally were like doing press the week before together yeah I just don't really understand like in like four days like, if they were going to bullshit us, wouldn't you just keep bullshitting us for a while longer? Like, why make the announcement so close to promoting the show and acting like this one happy family in all these interviews? It's not like anything in the interviews was so alarming that we're like, oh, trouble in paradise. Like, no. I don't well, even know if people watched those interviews. <laughs> well, a couple of days before she came out with her statement of getting divorced, they – she posted a photo of him with like his shirt off with the baby and she was like zaddy duties or something which like he looked hot and supposedly there was a video of kenya and him like in a car where he was like addressing that like he was pretty upset about it and you know kenya had like a shitty grin on her face like not taking it seriously and it's like he's like no i you need to ask permission before you post like very shirtless like somewhat unflattering photos of his body so I mean, they said it was ongoing issues, and obviously all of the blogs and whatnot are like, he's cheating, he's cheating, but, I mean, who's to say he's cheating? We need we need receipts. I mean, he was pretty private before, and that was the whole reason she mm-hmm. left, aka probably got asked to leave, so it kind of just worked out, but the fact that she got asked back because they needed her back desperately, I think that's probably a lot of it too, especially if you're saying he's, you know, embarrassed, like doesn't want her posting a photo even without his permission. I can't imagine being like, all right, we're getting back in the show. Now I have a daughter that's on this. Like, I wonder what kind of agreement they have about their daughter with TV, like how bad is this? I mean, well, they were long distance. So they were doing it where he was in New York and she was living in Atlanta. Obviously she comes back on the show and is raising the baby in Atlanta with him coming back and forth. But you know, how do you expect a man who like doesn't really want to be on television is obviously made that very clear with you guys not filming the wedding on television, which yeah. I think she would have wanted had he been interested or had he been willing, she would have definitely would have had that. And he has a restaurant and a life in New York. And I think he has kids from a previous relationship in New York. So even her being like, I have to move down south again to, you know, have a job and have money. I could see that putting a big strain on their relationship where it's, you know, long distance is hard. And being a long distance father, like, that does not sound yeah. fun. Well, every happiness to them both. I do too, but <laughs> on a very random note, I saw a video that Kim Zolciak posted on Instagram where she was filming like her freezer and it had obviously like big like Costco sized boxes of like Eggo waffles and chicken pot pie, but she also had like multiple cartons of old Newport cigarettes. In the freezer? In the freezer. I had never seen that before. I didn't know. Maybe it's like to make them not go stale, but. Is this an old clip? No, this is like she just posted it on Instagram the other day. <laughs> it doesn't make I, any sense. 
I mean, it doesn't make, I, I don't follow her, even though that is my profile picture, but oh, I, try yeah. to avoid, I try to avoid that family at all costs. Mm. But I did see the other day a post of her, um, her like five-year-old daughter, and it was just so done up. And I was like, please, you ruin the other two. Like, give her a chance. Ugh. It just makes me sad. That family is just disturbed. I just find them. Yeah. Ugh. And I they're think- just always opening their... What are those FabFitFun boxes together? <laughs> I see commercials now with her and Brielle opening their boxes. On television? Like, yes. Wow. Like I've seen it on Bravo. I've seen it. I think I've seen it somewhere else before too. And it's just jarring, especially because you know they've airbrushed the hell out of those two's faces. <laughs> right. They kind of are just morphing into one at this point where it's like, yeah. is Kim – 25 or is Brielle 40? Like I can never really understand what I'm seeing when I look at them. Which is sad for Brielle. Like for (laughs) Kim, okay. But Brielle, the fact that we aren't sure if you're the mother or the daughter, (laughs) it like, it doesn't look good for you. (laughs) Kim's like proud of herself. She's been lying about her age for years. We have no idea how old she really is. Kim is 73 years old. And like, she came on the show and she was saying she was 30. Yeah. And that's crazy. Like, she was not 30. Granted, she was, like, drinking a ton, smoking a ton of cigarettes, which we saw on screen. So, you know, that does do a number on, you know, your looks. But <laughs> Also, <laughs> because I, that's – I don't know that – I would be shocked that Andy, like, went so – or Bravo went so off, like, demographic to bring in this 30-year-old. Like, was she that connected to them all? It just feels like – she – possibly wasn't 30 and they probably knew she'd lie about her age and that made her more interesting i mean she was captivating television the first few seasons i will give her that (laughs) for sure first few seasons that last one on her her on the reunion i was like okay it's it's time to go and i wish they'd never give her a show either but we can't have everything right they keep renewing it so i'm I'm like what does she have on andy cohen like maybe she's got like she knows the skeletons in his closet or something i wonder that about a lot of people (laughs) Well, moving to the Real Housewives of New York, reports are now saying that Dorinda Medley and her boyfriend, John Medesian, have called it quits. How is she going to get her laundry done? This is tragic. And also, I don't believe it. (laughs) Yeah, Um, I I actually don't either. (laughs) I saw something the other day. I think it was, oh, and I'm going to ruin her Instagram name, Face Reality, Face of Reality. Um, She had posted, like, there was some, Face Reality 16. She had posted that there's some... um, like behind the scenes because a lot of I feel like New York over any other season always has like people seeing them at restaurants and like mm-hmm. where they're fighting and all, obviously the Regency is everyone's camped out there <laughs> but she said that John was at Dorinda's birthday or some party for Dorinda they were right next to each other like on Friday or the day before this came out or day after <laughs> so I was a little like okay page six thank you for stirring the pot for New York they always thank you for trying to keep the season alive off season but i'm not i don't think i think they're just living the life that they've been living the whole time well exactly that's like where people kept saying i haven't seen them at an event together in years it's like well dorinda goes to tons of events on screen without him and after the whole like coke thing with bethany where she's like what are you two snorting lines snorting rails you know she basically was like john you're in timeout forever like you cannot be on screen i can't be associating with this she's like yes let's do drugs all the time together but 
I, this can't be blowing up in my face on screen. Like I, you know, I do have a reputation to try to uphold a little bit. I think he's a little like, I think both of them, honestly, I love me some Dorinda, but mm-hmm. I do like early season Dorinda better than more recent. Like, I just think she's a little thirsty and will take, you know, they said in the page six article, I think it was like, he'd go to the opening of an envelope. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Just yeah. sound. And I can't remember who said this also, but it sounds like that's like Ramona's leaked the story to yeah. page six. <laughs> Like, it's very, like, who said that? Well, I also, like, Dorinda never, like, obviously my show's all about news. So, like, I know (laughs) things that are in headlines versus things are actually, like, happening on show. And the most recent thing about her was, like, her transphobic comments at New York Fashion Week. So this could have been, like, a very easy plan for her to be like, oh, let's just throw John under the bus. So maybe we could stop talking about the mean trans comments I made. Right. And I kind of think those got buried pretty quick anyway. But, yeah. I feel like it's definitely either for press for the show or just, you know, I feel like page six is always, it's like when we knew about Cartagena, mm-hmm, way yeah. before Cartagena, <laughs> like we even got a trailer. So everyone's yeah. like, what do you mean the boat saying? <laughs> so everyone's a little like, okay, page six, like what yeah. are you trying to do and who are you working with? Also- and I support it because it, it's like when Ramona's making out with Harry Dubin, like eating his face, page <laughs> six gave us that. So... <laughs> I appreciate their dedication to New York. I just, this one, I'm a little like, yeah, that's just Dorinda and John. Like, what else do you have? Yeah, I feel that. Well, Bethany Frankel also has some new updates. We obviously know she's not going to be on this upcoming season of New York, but in my my heart of hearts, I think she's going to come back, but not this season. Oh, really? Yeah, I think so. Okay. But she has all of these new productions in development right now. So she's working with Mark Burnett and MGM TV to produce a bunch of different types of shows. So she has revealed that one series will be a docu-competition show, which will be a continuation of her story with a business twist. Which, like, is it just going to be, like, skinny girl Shark Tank? Right. I, I had guessed that it was going to be something more like a documentary about just, like, kind of like... uh this is how I built it. Like the podcast versions of those shows, like brought to TV and we just follow these companies. And she's kind of like a mentor, like the shark tank little clips they give us, but the competition aspect of it, I'm just like, are we doing The Apprentice? Is that be about that? That's kind of what I was thinking because The Apprentice before Trump became um, the Trump we know today, (laughs) The Apprentice was really good to watch. And ultimately, like, they all were doing these things for charities. And Bethany's obviously very involved with, you know, her Be Strong charity. So it could Mm -hmm. be kind of something like that where it's like, business teams work to raise money for whatever cause Bethany's raising funds for that week. Yeah, I feel like it could be like those music shows when it's like, here's my song that I wrote and you're looking for people to sing it and make it a song. Like maybe it's like an investors thing, like you're pitching to investors. Well, that's actually Shark Tank. I just completely broke down Shark Tank. (laughs) Like I just reinvented the wheel. You're like this crazy concept. Okay. I'm a genius, I guess. You're like four people in big plush leather chairs, Mm -hmm. low Mm -hmm. lighting (laughs) and one person coming in. But that's the first show, which I'll watch anything she produces. The second will be in the comedy space and centers around a group of, quote, hilarious women and will be soft scripted, which is Real Housewives of New York, right? It's like softly scripted, hilarious women. Yeah, soft scripted was a term I hadn't heard before. So <laughs> I'm not sure. Like, 
they're leading them into the discussions. I guess you're right. That's kind of Real Housewives. Well, I think a softly scripted show could have been The Hills, like the old one and the re- new one. Same with like Laguna Beach, where it was like as I was watching it as a teen, I'm like, this is the best drama ever. And then like you listen to any like you know interview right. or any like behind the scenes thing like ten years later, and they're like, oh my god, every single thing was fake about that. Right. We planted them at this bar. We pulled them here. I just, I don't know if they're supposed to be like comedians, like that's why it's funny, or they're just snarky people, like a whole cast full of Bethany's, which I feel like that could get a lot. Like, I just can't tell what the comedic (laughs) aspect is. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Who knows? But again, I will definitely watch anything she produces. I just wonder if she's going to move to Boston. A couple months ago, we reported on this show how she like bought a townhouse with her boyfriend. So I'm trying to have her spearhead of Real Housewives of Cambridge or something. Like, do something crazy. Like, give us a new season. I don't even need her to be on it, but her to just have like her hand in it would really pique my interest. I just think she's jet setting so much. I mean, she was weirdly, don't know why, at the Emmys. I know. Like, I, I still that. haven't figured out why, but she was there with the boyfriend this weekend well, or this Sunday. So I was kind of like, she just moves too much maybe to be on the show right now. Wait, what? No. What does Mark Burnett do again? Let me see. Mark Burnett. Is he The Bachelor? Mark Burnett. He does. Oh, The Apprentice, Shark Tank. Okay. Are those on Fox? So, Shark Tank. So Shark. all the shows we just cried. Yeah, right. So Shocker. Let's see what channel Shark Tank is on because this could all make sense because maybe it was like – It's all under the NBC um, uh, oh. umbrella, which I think is why she has maintained some- – Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A relationship with Bravo, even though it was a blindside. Mm-hmm. She was at NBC the next day in LA, like pitching them her show ideas. So I think she's smart in the sense like she's got a great relationship. I think she was an executive producer on Real Housewives of New York. Like she was one of the only ones who had like credit. Um, yeah, so I, I think, think she was like a building mm-hmm. something. Yeah, I think it was like a ghost producer thing because yeah. I, I, you know, I don't think once you start producing on the show that you're on where like your job is to be messy yeah. and you have a say in editing it's like that kind of starts getting mm, not not good well for and viewers. i think that's what they were implying like last reunion like carol was like you know that you're like you're getting the edit she went to the funeral and it was like it oh, yeah. was made to look good i just think carol sucks and she was just bitter but mm. i do think she's maintained a great relationship with nbc and that's 
the easy move that it's going to probably be on that and MSNBC. And even even so, like, even if it's not on Bravo itself, you know, she's still a Bravo person. So like the Bravo viewers are just going to now watch in another show on another network. Like, yeah, Bravo might lose out a little bit, but also, you know, you could be watching Bethany's new show and say, Oh, you know what I really want to do? I want to go back and watch seasons one through three when Bethany was crazy, you know? So she's still in the family. And I think that is still, that's all they really want is to make sure she's not. I just need her to be in the family enough that she goes to BravoCon. (laughs) Well, yeah, I know. I can't believe you're going to go. I can't believe I am either. I don't know what it is. (laughs) I mean, is BravoCon the new Firefest? Like, what is it? There's there's nothing. There's nothing. There's no (laughs) panels and there's guests and there's housewives and Bravo celebrities and there's no structure outside of that. I've heard no confirmations, nothing. I've just stopped asking. I just (laughs) am hopeful that it's either a very entertaining shit show or it ends up being better than I expected, but I'm setting low expectations at this point, especially right after I bought the tickets, Bethany quit. And I was like, are you kidding me? (laughs) She's such a bitch. (laughs) Like, I feel like she like knew she's like, you know what? I'll quit today. Why not? Personal attack. (laughs) Right. Maybe she wasn't asked to be at BravoCon and that's why she quit. (laughs) A bunch of them weren't weirdly. Like that's how they're saying it. I don't know if they're just asking people late, but it, they like Stephanie Holman wasn't asked. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Well, I think it's been interesting. I think after Andy's baby shower, he clearly chose favorites on a lot of different shows, yeah. and he really played favorites. I know a lot of the Married to Medicine girls have been having major issues with him, and I can't remember if it was Quad or Mariah or one of them made a comment where it's like, Andy, we see you. Like, it's not fair that you invite everybody else, but our show that does get pretty good numbers. And, oh, you know, they get great numbers. Yeah, like, you don't even look at us like we're anybody in this network where it's like, no, we're carrying this network just as much as Dallas, just as much as these, you know, other smaller shows. Obviously, like, Real Housewives of New York and Atlanta are, like, in a different ballpark. But still, like... You know, everyone should be everyone should be treated equal. <laughs> well, they're doing better than OC, I'll tell you that much. I mean, truly, yeah, I think he's – I also think Andy's like – once his kid gets a little older, I just see him taking a different role or some – still hosting reunions and stuff. But even that late night show, I just wonder like what's next because I think his life has changed so much mm-hmm. that we're – the Bravo Con and I think they're trying a lot of new things to pull away from like Andy is the center, like the Messiah of the whole thing. Yeah, Just I would agree. Give him a little bit of a life. I mean, he has the show, what, four nights a week? Obviously, some are pre-taped, but still, it's like four nights a week away from his kids. Like, just because he's producing, just because he's hosting doesn't mean he's not in the office throughout the day having to do stuff. You know, he's EP on so many different shows, which doesn't mean he has, like, a hand in editing, but he still has to watch all the shows before they go out, which, like, is a dream job. But, you know, he's busy. Like, he is not... Yeah. You know, chill on all day and just like, oh, let me get on my little suit and do watch what happens right. live. Like, there's a lot of things that he's Well, then he has his on. own, like, Radio Andy. Oh, yeah. I, I just think, I mean, I feel like it's going to be, he's going to transition into, like, a morning show, which I always think Bravo should have. Oh, I think they are missing a market there. Yeah. I mean, I think Danny Pellegrino is the next in line <gasps> for any sort would- of, like, real show on Bravo, which – yeah. He obviously deserves. He's absolutely amazing. But I, I can see him kind of being groomed to be the next Andy in terms of reunions because 
a woman can't do it because, you know, women fighting in front of a uh, one woman, you know, like it just it would never it could never be a woman as I Andy's role. I'd be fighting with them. I'd be like, exactly. I don't like you, Teddy. Like, yeah, I could never like I'd be like, Teddy <laughs> loses this fight. Moving on. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Danny loses Actually, Danny seems very neutral. Mm-hmm. He's pretty good about that, even when he doesn't like someone. So I feel like it's kind of like Andy, like he's kept the bad opinions at bay. Yeah. It's enough that people would still think he was unbiased. Totally. Oh, well. I accept that. Okay. I Great. accept We've it too. Solved, solved another issue today. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on to um, um, tragic, tragic news. Kristen Doty from Vanderpump Rules is back on the market after another dramatic split from her boyfriend, Brian Carter. If you saw last season, they were clearly on the rocks with him not paying any bills and not giving her any attention and refusing to walk the dog when he doesn't even have a job. What are you doing all day? You can't walk a dog. So they are officially broken up. She gave a three-paragraph caption on Instagram. I can't even read it, but, I mean, maybe I'll read one portion. I mean. So she's sad, 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 coming to terms with everything, whatever. After the therapy, the meditation, all the steps you have to take to pursue actual self-love, how do you define the realization that you have to move on in order to be truly grown? I've been called a hypocrite, a villain, for not communicating what has been going on between us because it has just been that between us. But we both deserve this weight to be lifted. So this is our version of a conscious uncoupling. Oh my God, you're no Gwyneth Paltrow. Still conscious uncoupling. Come on, you're no goop. Like, don't ever get that twisted. Oh, she's just. Look, I love me some Kristen. I was really like two seasons ago when the rumor was that she was becoming a friend of. I like rioted. I was like, (laughs) nope. She's given us so much. But last season was a little. I just kind of. I want crazy Kristen. It's like tequila Katie. I just think they're all becoming so vanilla because they're actually becoming adults, Mm -hmm. buying houses and starting families and getting married minus Kristen and Sheena. But I just kind of am like, ah, this is the only thing probably interesting happening on Vanderpump next season is her breaking up. I mean, we'll definitely be dealing with Stassi and Bo's engagement, but like that's happiness and pure true love. Like uh, that's only fun for, you know, three minutes of a 56 minute episode, you know? So yeah. I'm like, I don't, I don't need that. But yeah, crazy Kristen will 100% be back. We'll have what Tom and Ariana do in the same dance. They all are moving into houses, so there's going to be a lot of, like, what shades look good with these carpet? Like, fuck that. There was just something, like, a level of relatability, but also, like, judgment that we could have for Vanderpump Rules. You can't do that with Beverly Hills. You can't do that with House New York. That life, like, we don't know it. But for our generation, you could kind of look at Tom and Ariana's shitty kitchen that all the plugs didn't work and the lights went out and be like, wow, they're, they're going through it right now. And it kind of loses the fun of like, you guys aren't serving anymore. I don't mm-hmm. think you're bartending. I think you show up for half a shift to film. I just am kind of like, I feel like we need to find some desperate little 21 year olds and start all over again somewhere <laughs> else in a different city and wherever and see what they give us. Well, I definitely think we're going to be getting some fresh blood this year. But even like the old fights between James Kennedy and Jax, like they're Mm -hmm. kind of getting exhausting. And like, I I don't really 
need to see Jax like being like, can't believe this guy is like so crazy, so disrespectful. It's like, let's rewind, dude. You were cheating on your girlfriend 48 hours ago. Like there, like you can't even not compare the two of you because you're so alike. That's the painful part about watching this. I do think the editing team there has just, I think the editing across the board for Bravo this year has been on a different level with the throwbacks and like Ramona (laughs) table 63 over and over again. (laughs) And then when they did the whole montage of like tequila can help on Vanderpump rules and and I'm going to black out. Like they, the editing is like really, that was so good. (laughs) They've been really on it. And I think that helps carry probably the slower episodes. But I just wonder, like, if Jackson Brittany's wedding and Tastasi and Bo is enough for me to be like, okay, this was fun. Like, what a great season. I just don't – they don't want to start drama anymore. They have to worry about, like, getting their kids into kindergarten in a few years. Like, they got to start cleaning up their act. Lucy, you're an amazing podcaster. You just led me perfectly into our next segment. <laughs> Jess, <Yay! laughs> that was beautiful. Oh my God. I could not have ever, I was in my head being like, how the hell am I going to transition? But didn't even need to do it. So Jeff Lewis from Flipping Out and his daughter Monroe are in some hot water with her kindergarten or with her preschool. So Jeff went on his radio show on Radio Andy and supposedly started reading all of these like shady, bitchy emails from the moms at this Montessori school, which is like some really fancy private school uh, in California. And he's reading all of these Emails, not saying anybody's names, but still like, you know, causing shit. Supposedly the next day, Jeff gets a call from the principal of Monroe School telling him he needs to come into the office. And he said, apparently I mentioned a few things about the school on air. And then gets, <laughs> the little girl gets expelled. He said, I take full responsibility. I am really, really sorry. I felt terrible, uh, terrible about what happened. I know how this affected Monroe. I will never do this again. Like, my dude, just keep your mouth shut about your kid's school. Like, out of all the things, like. I will say, I've seen some, like, uh, like, Instagram, like, moms post before. There's, like, Facebook groups for mm. moms in New York or, <laughs> you know, in a certain. I feel like it's more New York Facebook groups I've seen. And they blur out the names, but it's, like, talking about you know, what do you put in the fridge for the nanny? Because she's eating all my grapes or like the craziest stuff. So I can only imagine like, it's just like girls, like how we send emails being like, Hey guys, who wants to do a book club? Like yeah. I bet it's the same thing. Like who wants to be a room mom? And he's <laughs> like, no, absolutely not. Who are these? Like he can't, I would judge too. And it would be very tempting to share those things. <laughs> but I mean, Luckily, Monroe's in preschool. Like, yeah. there's lots of L.A. schools she can get into. I wonder how Gage feels. Well, he's probably butthurt because he would do this to Gage on this the show where mm-hmm. he would, like, be talking shit about Gage throughout their whole separation. And, you know, it's, sometimes it's like, dude, you know, you just kind of have to keep your mouth shut sometimes. Like, we know you're an open book, and that's why people love you, and that's why people have gravitated towards you. And why his show, didn't it get b- bumped up from, like, twice a week to five days a week or something? Yeah, I think – yeah, but I don't think Flipping Out got renewed, did Oh, it? no, I don't think. Yeah, so Jeff yeah. Lewis's show is now five days a week, and I doubt the show is yeah. going to be coming back on screen because he's, he's – I love Flipping Out, though. I There's something weird about it that I like that we have the houses and Jeff's drama and Monroe 
And but Zoila's gone too, and Jenny. Oh yeah, everybody quit. Everybody left. <laughs> he has no show. I mean, I think slowly but surely everyone is like, "Wow, yeah, no, he's just like kind of abusive." And like in the oh. beginning, it was probably fun for Zoila, like, "Oh, the screens making some money." And then after a while, she's like, "This is hell on earth. Like, I don't even need the money. This is terrible." Yeah, and watching it back, probably being able to like see how he talks about you and like testimonials like i definitely think i don't know it was probably (laughs) i wonder what zoila's up to right now like right this second god she probably made so much yeah i hope she retired i hope she's like hanging out on a beach somewhere like not thinking about jeff i do too but i just worry i think monroe is gonna be a beast (laughs) (laughs) i mean 100 percent. her father is jeff lewis and right uh, yeah i can't see that really working out in her favor Uh -uh. but at least her father isn't shane simpson from the real housewives of oc another flawless transition wow 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 Wow, killing it today We're impressed with ourselves. <laughs> True. And that's pretty rare. <laughs> so Emily Simpson from the Real Housewives of Orange County has been kind of getting dragged this season because she's been showing her insane relationship with her husband, Shane, on screen. And he recently has been exposed of having crazy like physical and sexual abuse against his ex-wife. So back in 2008, he got divorced from his ex-wife Marion, who was accusing him of sexually, physically, and emotionally abusing him throughout their horrendous divorce. So I guess he was like attacking her and was addicted to prescription drugs at the time. Like, it's unfortunate that this isn't really surprising to me. Yeah, I mean, I have not been like, I just, I, OC, it puts me to sleep. I honestly can put it on and I don't finish the episode right now. I just, it's, but he just infuriates me. And I really like, all I can think every time is like Kelly Dodd had it right. What'd she call him? A little twerp? Little, uh, she called him something on that first. You little dork. Dork. (laughs) And he is. He He just kind of just, ugh, it's just this little rat. And you hope this isn't true because this is insane but i mean he just seems so uh, i don't really have words (laughs) (laughs) he kind of just seems lost it seems like he got out of this relationship and him and emily have been together for 10 years so okay you know doing the math he probably met emily in 2009 or they decided to get married in 09 10 years later here we are but even the way he he asked her for the wife the wife for her I mean, I what? think that would mean that they were, had to be, like, in love at some point. Like, I think they – he probably got out of this relationship and was like, damn, you know, I need someone to take care of me because, you know, we saw a couple episodes ago, he's like, all I wanted you to do is clean the house and make me dinner. It's like, mm-hmm. dude, you, what? She's like a full-time lawyer, a full-time real housewife, and a mother of three where you're sitting in a hotel room probably playing, like, Donkey Kong in your underwear, like – pretending to study for the bar like come on like i don't know when i saw this it was like unfortunately yeah not surprising but i think emily's gotta hit the road jack on that one i yeah i think the men of oc are questionable at best the sons and the (laughs) husbands but i just this guy really irks me and creeps me out yeah he doesn't really do it for me but speaking of shitty guys in oc supposedly Matt, Gina's husband, is on Tinder now, and the Best of Bravo Instagram page posted 
the bio that someone saw saying the bio starts with newly single thank fucking god dad of, <gasps> dad of three little wild childs new to this whole online slash tinder thing originally from new york and living in oc looking to meet some cool people and see what happens love getting out and being active and don't mind my stay in couch blah 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 do we think else. that's real? Well, that's like what I was thinking. I'm like, that is some shady Bravo lover who's like that's- bored. And this is like, no, I, I can't think, I can't see this being real. A, this man, I, no matter what, like he's pretty good looking. I don't think he yeah. needed to get on Tinder. I don't like think so he could probably find someone pretty quick and they wouldn't know who he was. Cause I always remember thinking he was hot. I mean, also, like, isn't he with someone? Like, wasn't that the whole thing? Like, this probably shot, like, six months ago. You know, it's not like... Yeah. <laughs> I, I find this to be questionable. I don't know. Also, the photo in this Tinder profile has one of his sons in it. Like, dude, if this is you, you yeah. couldn't even be respectful to Gina and your children that you wouldn't put this kid on a dating app. Like, come on, dude. No, I... Yeah, all the men on OC just need like to get the fuck off OC. They need to move out of OC and just get out, get off my screen. Yeah, we need to be a la New York where there just are no men, and if there are, we don't see them except Harry Dubin. Like it's just, I don't need any of the guys on OC. I don't think there's anyone that I'm like find interesting or funny or adds to the show at all. Yeah, no one I would ever be like, wow, I think he's a great man. I would like to be with. Actually, you know, Bronwyn's husband isn't bad, but he also wears big okay. statement necklaces. So there's. I've seen that. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. a lot. Yeah, that's... Like, so that's also a trigger warning. No, that that feels like the sign of a serial killer. Sorry. <laughs> but like what you are like, I don't know if they're just too close to Hawaii and he found all these every time they go and visit. Like there's a lot of different ones. I don't want to even like go into their closet. I feel like there's like a big like jewelry chest with like all of them like hanging. Very Countess Luann esque. Oh, oh yeah, he's giving her a run for his, her money. <laughs> yeah. Well, that brings us to the end of today's episode. Lucy, where can people follow you, listen to your show, check out your Instagram, all of the above? I am on Instagram, Lucy on the Ground. I am on Apple and Spotify, Vino Nothing. Uh, gotta update that. This is so fun. I don't know how you do it. Everybody <laughs> go th- like and give five stars to Megan. Bravo happy hour. Not to Vino nothing because I don't deserve it. This was unreal. You kill it on this. And kudos to you because it is a professional, well-oiled machine. And I just post a lot of shit on Instagram <laughs> and hope it works out. So good for you. Hell yeah. Well, it's working out really well. Thank you again for coming on. And you will be back on soon. Of course, always. Alrighty. Thanks so much for listening to Bravo Happy Hour. If you're loving the show, head to Apple Podcasts to leave a quick review and a five-star rating. And while you're at it, head to Instagram and follow at Bravo Happy Hour to talk with fellow listeners on the episode's discussion posts. Also, feel free to shoot me an email at bravohappyhourpod at gmail.com with any super juicy gossip or just to say hi. Be sure to tune in every Monday and Thursday for more of your favorite Bravo-related news. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 